I remember the guy that discipled me, he said this, he was so country, uh, and, and I love him to the bone. But he, he said, man, just morning by morning with the Lord, won't you, why don't you take your heart out and ask God to put his heart in? Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast. We are so glad you're here with us. Do we say that every week? I, I think, think we, we say do. We should. They don't remember, bro. It's been a week. I know, I know. Since they seven don't days. know what's going on. I don't know. But oh, I know this. Watching it. Yeah. I know this. We are in an incredible series yeah. uh, that is building our faith. And yeah. that's what life is all about. Yeah. I, I've said a lot of times, Kyle, uh, that faith is God's operating system. Yeah, it is. You know, there are 7,000 promises in the Bible, and uh, that means that on, on average, seven times on a page, basically, uh, God's saying, look, this is the way this works. Wow. I'm going to say something, yeah. and I'm going to promise something, and then I'm going to see if you'll trust me yeah. and step out in faith. Mm. And today, we're going to look at a guy that mm. God spoke to mm. and just told him mm-hmm. to do something big. Yeah. And... It is spectacular. I, I don't think we can, you know, we read some of these men in the Bible and and we miss the reality sure. of what was really going on to see how spectacular right. it was of what God did in response to faith. Hey, we'd like to take a moment and really encourage you to go to the website at onecry.com. And when you go to the website, take some time to navigate there and you'll find resources that can really help you in your pursuit of revival and spiritual awakening. Some of those things, Bill would never say this, but I can say about him, God has used Bill in a mighty way to write some resources that can really help you. There's the One Cry book that he wrote with Byron that's fantastic and some other books there that you can find. And also there's journeys that'll help give you prompts and practical ways to walk in greater intimacy with God. So I just want to encourage you today, take some time at onecry.com, navigate and, and find some ways to help foster your relationship with God through these powerful resources. Go check it out. And we've been looking, this, this series is really around this thought that is a way to approach and see faith. Mm-hmm. It, it's believing beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've seen it all from, it was true for Adam, true for Eve, it was true for Abram, you know, it was true for Noah, it was true we looked at David. And they were looking at Nehemiah. And man, in light of revival, mm-hmm. the rebuilding work of God in a society and culture, mm-hmm. there's just some things that we can learn about believing beyond from him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to read several verses of scripture, and then I'm just going to unpack it for a second, and then we're going to pray it in. Nehemiah 2, verses 11 uh, through 18, I believe. It says, So I went to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I rose in the night and a few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put into my heart to do for Jerusalem. There was no animal with me but the one on which I rode. I went out by night by the valley gate to the dragon spring to the dung gate, and I expected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down and its gates that had been destroyed by fire. And I went to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for my animal that was under me to pass. And I went up in the night by the valley and inspected the wall. And I turned back and entered by the valley gate and so returned. 
and the officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, and the officials, and the rest who were to do the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins, with its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem, that we may no longer suffer derision. And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good, and also of the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, Let us rise and build. So they strengthened their hand for the good work. Now, I, I want us to learn three things <laughs> that, that are just beautiful in light of the next coming revival and the rebuilding work of God, even in our nation. One, to believe beyond, I think a lot of times it starts with God putting something in your heart. In your heart. And I, I, I just pray that this is so. And, and it's just the way God works. I, I have a feeling that God's downloading things into the hearts of men and women all over our nation right now. I think God is downloading some things, that people are seeing things that not everybody sees, but you see it. You're feeling things that not everybody feels, but you're feeling it. You're looking at destruction in this group of people and in, 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 in this part of culture. You're seeing that this wall has fallen, that this gate has been burned. You're, you're seeing this generation in this way. And, and God is downloading into your heart something to believe beyond for. And, it, and it's starting in your, in your spirit. It's starting way down inside. You study the history of revival and awakening, God gives somebody something. God gives somebody something to believe God for, to believe God for in that era, in that moment. And so I just want to encourage all of us, let God put some things in your heart. I remember the guy that discipled me, he said this, he was so country, uh, and, and I love him to the bone. But he, he said, man, just morning by morning with the Lord, why don't, you, why don't you take your heart out and ask God to put his heart in? And I remember thinking, that's, that's sort of a crazy thought. I'm going to tell you something, I've been walking with the Lord 23 years now. Uh, I still think that way. Man, Lord, take my heart out. You put some things in my heart that's in your heart. No one person can handle in, in their heart all of what's in God's, but you can take a sliver. God can give you a piece of his heart for a part of the puzzle in the next coming revival. So ask him to do that. And not, not just that. Let me tell you what he did. Nehemiah got that in his heart. And then he went to where the work needed to happen. He got in his heart and he went to where the work went to happen. It's a very interesting thing. Before Nehemiah said to anybody what he already knew God was going to do, he went and stood in the ruins. Went and stood in it. Smelt it. Smelt the burning of, of gates. Felt the brokenness of the city underneath, it, underneath him. Uh, yeah, I, guys, uh, listeners, <laughs> We we need to feel where we are right now. We need to feel it. Don't don't turn an eye. Don't hide from it. We need to God download some some things in your heart. And get out there and see what's really happening. Get out there and see like hey, believing beyond is not about turning a blind eye. Believing beyond is about seeing what's so, and then believing what God wants to do. So he 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 had it in his heart, and then he was feeling it underneath his feet. Feeling that he was he was contextualizing what was about to come. You know, he was believing for it right there in the middle of it. And then the last thing, he shared the burden. He brought other people into it. 
in faith. And I just have to think this had to be one of those moments where the presence of God was thick. And Nehemiah called the leaders, nobles, people to himself, and he said, let me tell you what's about to happen. God's given me favor. His hand's on me. He's put something in my heart. We're about to rebuild all this. <laughs> we're, we're about to see God take this all back. He, what, what, what we've uh, been disregarded for, or what's become a slot even to our God, God's going to make whole again. God, he started speaking to walls that wasn't there. He started, he started painting pictures of gates that were burned by fire at that moment. So I, I just want to encourage you right now to believe beyond what you can see, to believe beyond the ruins for rebuilding, to believe beyond it. If you just watch the news, and I don't care which news network you watch, all you're going to see is ruins right now. And, and all that can do is discourage. But if you'll look beyond the ruins to things that God, listen to me, that God's maybe even specifically putting in your heart to believe for God to do that, then you can be a tangible part, a tangible part of the next great move of God. I think, Bill, we've seen this spirit in so many men and women in revivals in the past. You see it in this one in in the scripture, but we're going to have to see it again. Yeah, and it is, it's happening. Yeah. You know, boy, uh, this is so beautiful what you said. I think of the scripture where it says about a group of men, they understood the times. Yeah. And and men of faith are not defeated by the time. Mm-hmm. Ne- Nehemiah, now he, he collapsed in brokenness mm-hmm. and prayed for four months, wow. Nehemiah 1 tells us, fasting and praying. Mm-hmm. And then God downloaded that vision into his heart, and he stood up and started doing what the Lord told him to do. And the end of this story, uh, we, yeah. we didn't read, is is one of the greatest national revivals, oh, yeah. and the whole days. nation came to Christ, yeah. Christ and restoration of yeah. the temple, all of that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but but this season of depravity and yeah. darkness for the seeing Christian yeah. should not discourage us. Yeah. Uh, because these are the moments when revival comes, yeah, right? You know that God doesn't. We don't need revival when everything's great. <laughs> and uh, but I have I have said several times lately, the spirit of anarchy yeah, right. and rebellion mm-hmm. and and the moral depravity. I'm I'm I've been I've lived seven decades. Mm. The only other time I've seen it close to this and like this. Was the sixties right. very similar? Right, uh, a revolutionary decade. Right. Vietnam War, Kent State, you know, killings, riots in the streets, and and it brought us to such desperation that the church began to cry out, mm. and the Jesus movement happened. That's right. I think we're it it paralleling that oh, unbelievable. Oh, and what's encouraging me? Last week I was with a group of guys. Mm. And uh, and in another state, and here was a group of leaders, young, mm-hmm. you know, 30, 40 year old leaders. Every one of them mm-hmm. believed revival's coming. Amen. Every one of them. And they're focusing their entire ministries to get ready for it. Amen. I, I find that happening all across the United States. So, uh, I think we have reason to believe that God is downloading faith. Yeah, he's putting it in our hearts. 
And here's the thing, Kyle, I would say to our listeners, do you want to be on the sidelines? Do you want to miss the day of your visitation? Yeah. And and there in every revival, yeah. there have been pastors and leaders. Yeah, Sam Ballant to buy it. Yeah, who opposed the work yeah. of God. Yeah. And God said, I'm not going to be, yeah. you're not going to hinder me. You're like a gnat on an elephant. I'm going to keep moving, Yeah. but you're going to miss it. Wow. So what do you think we have? What, what, how do we posture ourselves? Yeah. To believe what 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 needs yeah. to happen? Yeah. What happened with Nehemiah? What ha- what needs to happen? You know what do we need to be doing? Yeah, well, you know uh, one thought I've had, and just that you could tease this out in a whole another podcast. Uh, God put part of it in His heart, mm-hmm. and then He put part of it in Ezra's heart. That's right. And he, yeah. and and who knows? That's what we. That's the two stories we have in Scripture. Yeah. How many other people did he download oh, something yeah. into? You know he did. Well, the Welsh revival, we often think of Evan Roberts, and right. we tell that story. Right. If you really study the history, there were dozens, if not hundreds, of men right. that were having the same thoughts, same sure. prayers, same middle-of-the-night experiences, preaching the same thing in their pulpits. Wow. And revival started. We we talk about Longor where it, you know, it sparked, right. but it was sparking all over the nation. Yeah. So you you got to believe that's yeah, happening. Yeah, and I I one thousand percent believe that's happening. Yeah, that, what you just said, I keep hearing those kinds of stories. Is that little 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 fires, rumblings? Yeah, yeah are, are setting up. And so, hey, avail yourself to be mm-hmm. one of those hearts. That be one of those hearts that God can put something. And in. I think Nehemiah got in the presence of God. He did. He fasted. He prayed. Mm-hmm. So if you get close to God, He'll tell you. Yeah, and then go and then. Go to where the work is, and 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 I, I think a lot of times, what I love about Nehemiah, he prayed, he fasted, uh, he went to work. He went to work. He went to work to see a city change. Mm-hmm. And so, don't just believe. And we say this a lot. You know, we've said this a lot here. We're believing for national, state, you know, re- revival and awakening. But if it doesn't come to anywhere else, let it come right here. Yeah, and you think about this. Nehemiah walked into the presence of the king, who yeah. could have killed him, should yeah. have killed him right. for approaching without an audience. Yeah. And he said, "And then I prayed to the Lord. I was praying the whole time." <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And the king. So, if God tells you to approach somebody, right, and in some wild way, yeah. believe, believe beyond. Yeah, believe. Yeah, believe beyond what you can see. And I think the last part of it, what I love about Nehemiah is. He believed so much what God had put in his heart that he went and felt the sea in which it was, and then he shared it. Mm-hmm. He didn't at first. He was wise mm-hmm. about it. He got a, a good assessment of mm-hmm. what was ahead of him, and then he shared it. And here's what I, I you, you've often said this, and I know this started with the life action long ago, that the, uh, the fame of revival spreads the flame of revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think that we need voices now mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are saying, that the I th- I believe God's sending a work, and mm-hmm. I know that hey that can be you can just say that. So yeah. if you don't believe that, don't say that. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't exactly. believe that, don't say that. Uh, but if you do believe that, say that. There's a difference between presumption and faith. You're right. Right. But if God has put something in your, in your heart, heart and and He started with those leaders, didn't He? I mean, yeah. pull those leaders in and let yeah. them let them fit and and ca- sit and catch the yeah. vision with Him. Yeah. And then they they got to work. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm thinking about a pastor at a, a 
a little faithful small church somewhere, but God's putting something in your heart. Yeah. You know, putting something in your heart and and you've walked and assessed the scene of your church and the city you're in. Mm-hmm. Well, get a few men mm-hmm. together and share your heart. You know? Well, and to encourage you, I've stood in the uh, church at Longor mm-hmm. where the Welsh Revival started. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I, I, I'd love to go back and see it afresh, but I think it holds maybe 150 people. Yeah, right, right. You know, right. some some small pastor yeah. may be the scene wow. of the next Great wow, Awakening. Lord, let it be. So, well, let's, That's man, if this, if this doesn't call us to prayer, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Kyle, why don't you begin? Yeah. I'll close, but yeah. but we're not. We don't ever want to just sit at this little table and it's just the two of us praying. Mm. The whole point is to invite you to pray with us, right. to unite and ignite one cry across our nation. So, would you join with us? Really join right mm. now uh, in prayer for revival. Let's pray, Lord. We uh, we here's our heart. Put in our heart what you want us to have in it, Lord. I I love that you downloaded this into the heart of Nehemiah, and I ask you to download into our heart what we need right now. I pray that you give us pieces of the revival puzzle in the hearts of men and women all over this nation and all over this world, and that we would not only feel it, but then we would go and step into that coming true wherever you have us, Mm -hmm. wherever you want to place us in that work coming. And then, Lord, I pray we'd call others to it, God. I, I pray mm-hmm. for a boldness upon, uh, Lord, leaders right. in the church to say, hey, this is what God has put in my heart. This is what I know he can do. And uh, we're believing beyond the ruins mm-hmm. that we're living in for a real rebuilding work in mm-hmm. our day, Lord. So rebuild the ethic, rebuild the integrity, God, rebuild the right view of God, or just rebuild in our day, I pray in mm-hmm. Jesus' name. And Lord, I, uh, we know that faith is a gift from you. Lord, even the ability to believe is from you. So would you give us faith? Lord, may we cooperate with you and not be unbelieving, but would you, would you grant us the grace to believe and to believe big and to believe beyond? Uh, Lord, we long to see uh, a not a momentary flame, but an ongoing movement of God. And Lord, we believe not only in our nation, but across the world. Lord, we know you're moving around the world in revival and in ways far greater than America. Uh, But Father, we pray you would not pass us by. But Father, uh, we we could literally conceive of you sending a great worldwide movement that would finish the task yes. and get yes. the gospel to every tongue and tribe and yeah. people, and then the end would come. And so, Lord, we pray for that, and we pray that a, a fresh movement of believing prayer uh, would ascend before your throne, and you would hear and grant our cry and send such a a movement, a mighty movement, an extraordinary movement that would produce extraordinary results. And Lord, we ask that only one, no name, no preacher, no organization, no denomination would get any glory, 
the only glory would go to the one who sits on the throne above all and to his son and his spirit. So we, we pray for that and we ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, one more podcast next week yeah. on uh, Believing Beyond, and yeah. and uh, I can't wait to hear yeah, what good. God has to say to us. I hope you'll join us in that. I conceive, and honestly, uh, Kyle, we're believing God for this, that our podcast, this podcast, yeah. and many others sure. would be a spot where when the revival comes, the stories of revival could be reported so the flame would go fast. Do you know, right right before the 1857 revival, uh, the telegraph was invented. Hmm. And one of the reasons that the revival flame spread so quickly was there was a new means of communication. And just think now. Oh, man. I mean, stories of God's work could go around the world in seconds. Hmm. So... uh, I don't know why I got off on that, but I'm just believing beyond, man. We want to help build your faith to believe and to pray. And we've got a little resource that we want to make uh, available to you. It's called The Line of Faith, uh, a little book on faith. And you may say, well, I don't don't read very much. Well, you're in luck. Uh, (laughs) This is a 40-day book. And so it's 40 little short, one to two page and the, the whole first third of the book is about Abraham and his yeah. faith. And so, uh, and then about Jesus and how he believed and others who believed. Uh, I, I think it will help you grow in your faith to believe and believe big. And if you want more, uh, we can point you to a very easy site to get more. That's onecry.com. Uh, there are all kinds of resources there. There's a place where you can give and contribute to the cause of revival and spiritual awakening. Also, right on the front page of onecry.com are some pathways to to just hit a button that will take you to all kinds of resources for your personal, your church, or a national, a journey into national revival and spiritual awakening. Just a lot of very helpful tools. So uh, check it out at onecry.com. 